Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or the comfort from your own computer or laptop. Create tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They're distributing your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Do spoof, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Mandatory calls to action. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Who's Remarkable. So we're going to get started.
Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Who is Remarkable. I'm, like I said, the last couple of nights, I started off the Inca podcast 30 minutes prior to streaming on Facebook and YouTube Live. So tonight, I was going to talk about a particular subject, so I'm going to redirect that subject on tomorrow evening. So what I'm going to talk about and who is remarkable. So the last couple of nights, I really gave you so much information about myself and a lot of things that I experienced and how I overcome a lot of different things. Clearly because I want to share this on my platform and show people that even Remarkable has her moments, her days, her hours, her seconds, and her situations. Tonight is kind of like a random topic. I was called to do this, but something kind of say redirect it tomorrow. When I think about the word Remarkable and think about how that particular, that particular word by itself carries so much heavy weight for my own personal life, and how I um, have overcome a lot of obstacles and fought a lot of challenges. And how the word remarkable stands concrete at this very day. You know, a lot of storms have came my way that caused me to really, at times, shouldn't question who remarkable is. And 
what it did was really start to minimize me and cause me to backslide in an area that I really didn't want to backslide at. And you know, when you get up every morning and you pray and spend 30 minute time trying to get yourself together and get your thought together, that's my time. That's my me time. And I need my 30 minutes every morning. Every morning faithfully reading the Bible. Every morning praying. Every morning playing music. Every morning shedding a tear, crying, balding up in all different aspects. All those emotions that I feel every single morning. Knowing something strange may happen or may not happen. Have that weary, that fear, that doubt, that anxiety. All those emotions mix in my well-being at times. And I come to a place in my life where I have to understand that these things that I'm feeling is kind of put me in a place back where I came from. Most may know and most don't know I have suffered from depression and continue to suffer through that when situations kind of evolve in my life. And the sadness, the tears, the emotion, the roller coaster ride, all of those different factors really play a um, factor in my life. You know, every morning I have to ask God to give me strength to deal with another day. And no, I don't remember the last time I woke up and had so much joy and happiness in my heart. Because I'm always always got my dukes up ready to fight for whatever comes my way. And you know, when you wake up in the morning, you want to be happy and joyful. And I haven't experienced that in such a long time. I haven't felt that in such a long time. I haven't smiled in, in forever. And when I do smile, it's not it's not permanent. It's only temporarily. Um, I look I look sad most of the time. I'm always stressed or tensed up for whatever apparent reason, situations and events that happens in my life that cause me to really question some things. And, you know, being remarkable has its perks. Every morning is always something different. Every day is always something new. I always have to have that time. And when I do get a little heaven on earth, I'd be so happy. I'd be so excited. I'd definitely be amazed because that's that's the person I know. That's the person that I used to be. That funny, happy-go-lucky, lovable, all that. That happened. That was me. I was very happy. And all of a sudden, my life came in and just took me into a place of like, okay, I got to deal with this and that. And keep in mind, I've never been a morning person and still not a morning person at this very day. I had to used to I had to get used to getting up early in the morning and doing fair things for the kids and spouse and whatnot. And, and the weekends, I make that make that time now for myself. So that way I'll be able to kind of redirect myself and kind of do some things to kind of um, help me along the way and what I'm getting ready to do. And with that being said, everybody, I'm going to get ready to get on Facebook, YouTube to share my content with you all. And like I said, tomorrow's uh, content will be shared for everyone to tune in, to give you that information, to give you that insight about my overall performance and whatnot. Um, it's very rewarding to know, even though I go through the battles and the fights and the challenges and the storms and all of these different things, I've always had somebody who come in and just put a little ray of sunshine to remind me who I am. 
And I really greatly appreciate that. There's so many different aspects in my life. My babies are a true blessing to me. All three of them, I must say. My oldest, my middle child, and my baby boy. They are a true blessing. I mean, my kids, I mean, they're amazing. From the oldest to the youngest, my oldest is very smart, very talented, very beautiful, has gifts out of this world. And I pray that one day she'll be able to show the world what she's really capable of doing. What is she capable to capable of becoming? Because she has a very gifted talent. She does things that just really amaze me. I just wish she just opened up a little bit more and share her ideas with the world. And I, I just want to see her be an entrepreneur to make that big bucks and make those dollars to kind of come out of her shell. And just show the world how talented and smart and gifted she really is because she's very beautiful. She's very intelligent. She's very smart. She's very gifted. I just want the world to see what I know she's capable of doing in this life. My baby girl, GC, the most amazing, phenomenal, creative person I have ever known. She loves to draw art. She loves to inspire people. She loves to empower people. She's a little rough around the edges at times, but she's able to be honest about herself. She knows her truth. She knows who she is. She knows what she stands for. She has a compassionate heart. She's very giving. She's very lovable. She loves the kids by all means. She loves animals. She loves to uh, she loves to do her gaming techniques. She loves to play games on her uh, PlayStation. And she loves to do these things because that takes her mind off the things that she feels. But she's talented and she's smart. And I hope one day she take those gifts and talents that she have and show the world that, hey, my name is Gloria, a.k.a. GC the Gamer. And I have all these gifts and talents that I want to show the world. Take those gifts and talents that she has and put it into work. My baby boy, very smart, very intelligent. He's very, I mean, I've seen so many seven years old in my lifetime. And I must say, this little boy right here, he's been here before. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this young boy says stuff that an old person would say. And what an older person say, what comes to heart. And what my son said to me on this past Monday really took to heart because he kept repeating it. He said, people need to open their, open their eyes and open their ears. And when he kept saying it, what? yes, he really did. And when he kept saying it, he said, people have to open their eyes and open their ears and really listen and really see. And he kept saying it. He said it before we left home, and then he turned around and said it. It was just me and him walking down the aisle of Walmart, and he kept saying that. And what what really penetrated with me, he kept saying it the second time and kind of came to home, that dog. Even this little seven-year-old knows the true meaning of the heart and the eyes and what you really need to do. And what I love about my family is they are smart, creatives, and absolutely amazing. I come to tell you this. My babies are my heart. I love my oldest, my second, and my third child. Because why? They all are created uniquely and created differently. So I come to tell you, everybody on Anchor Podcast, I love Talia, to Glory, and to Nathan Johnson. They are a blessing to me. And I am grateful every day to be their mama. That part. All right, everybody. I'm getting ready to get on uh, StreamYard, to stream on the platform. 
go ahead and pull this out here right here i'm going to talk about in this segment about poetry from the soul there's a concept that i came up with to kind of give you an insight about it but i'm going to go ahead and start sharing that on the platform so give me a few minutes everybody all right here we go Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Who is Remarkable. I will be sharing my Anchor podcast on the platform because I come on 30 minutes prior to coming on at 7 p.m. So you can hear the whole full story before I come on live at 7 p.m. So you can get everything that you didn't hear the first 30 minutes. So tonight, I'm showing on the screen Poetry from the Soul. So tonight, Who is Remarkable? Some years ago... I um, wrote poetry, and a lot of people don't know about that. And I did poetry back when I was a teenager, and I actually had some had a poem actually submitted some years ago. I can't even recall the poem, but let's just say it got put in a book. And that poem was absolutely amazing. And I kept writing my poetry, and I kept just wording it and just coming together like boom, 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 boom. I had a book and everything, and then life happens, and I ended up throwing the whole book away. But recently... Last year, I ended up going back to my poetry. And when I went back to my poetry, I'm like, this is something that I miss doing. This is something that I was doing when I was a teenager, but I kind of just put it on the back burner. And what I want to just let you listen to the preview of, and I'm going to share some more content of it. And I'll make my screen a little bigger so I kind of give you an insight about what I was saying. And I do have this on my YouTube channel. I want to say on... um, uh, Patricia Johnson, or it says poetry of the soul. I'm going to let you listen to it real quickly. Hold on. It's been a minute. Is there any sound? Give me a minute, everybody. Let's see. Welcome to Poetry of the Soul. My name is Trish, also known as Remarkable. So for the next 14 days, I'll be talking about poetry, stuff that will enlighten your spirit, put a smile on your soul, and just inspire you in a very, very mighty way. Um, I've been wanting to do this for a while now, so for the next 14 days, come kick it with the queen while I'll be just doing my, doing my poetry and just expressing my views and expressing my mind and things that I feel with inside. So from July 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, all the way to the 14th, Remarkable will be doing poetry from the soul. Poetry is something that's very uplifting and very spiritual. When you're at one with yourself and start to express your words on paper and start to just freestyle or just recite stuff that you have written down and just pour it out to the world about certain events and certain things that has happened in your life, it's very refreshing to know that you have unleashed a lot of these emotions that you're feeling, these things that you're dealing with, and you just put it out on paper. You can talk about your personal issues, you can talk about the events that's going on in society, you can talk about relationships, jobs, nature, whatever it is that you can throw on poetry paper or freestyle, let it come to your mind. Or maybe somebody you know, whatever kind of poetry you like to spit out. It can be small poetry, short poetry, it can be it can be rhyming, it can be something that can kind of stimulate your mind, body, and your soul. So on that note, I will see y'all on YouTube special. Subscribe to Latricia Johnson on the top of the page. It says Poetry from the Soul. 
July 1st is about to be popping. I love every one of y'all. Subscribe to Latricia Johnson on Topic of Pages, Poetry from the Soul. Many of you are asking, like, why haven't you shared this? You know, it was, to be honest, it's scary to kind of go from one point in terms of doing advertising and ministry and then showing your other gifts in terms of poetry. And I was always, like, kind of afraid to come back to that because, you know, it's been so long since I wrote poetry that I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm any good at it after all these years, man. And I mean... It really spooked me because I did the video footage and I definitely did the content on my channel and, you know, not too many people viewed it. I should say nobody viewed it. And I think I did share it on my platform, but I'm not ashamed about it because I did it and I did it unafraid. And what I want to share with you is that poetry brought back a lot of old, old um, ideas in mind that I haven't did in a long time. And when I think about poetry, I, I just start to flow. And when I started to flow, all these, these words and emotions and feelings, all these things came out. And what came out was things that I haven't said or experienced in a very long time. And what I'm getting ready to do is, in the next few minutes, I'm getting ready to share one of my poems with you all on this platform. Okay? So let me take a quick break, everybody, and I'll be right back in just a moment. Hold on. everybody i'm getting ready to share one of my mouses i mean one of my um poems this is why you don't have people around you <laughs> my kids are in my platform today so yeah i'm actually using this my dear child you'll be fine so y'all had got a good laugh i got in i got redirected i had my child to my i need to use the mouse like for real you'll be all right you go over there and get your mouth baby you'll be fine yeah, boy. So it's all it's all good. But I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you hear one of my poems, everybody. So I'm gonna hit share my screen real quick for those who are tuning in. Good evening. I'm on Streamyard. Let me see where I'm at. It's like 53 seconds long. Well, 52 seconds. So I'm gonna just let you hear it real quickly. It's been a minute, y'all. So you know, don't judge me. This is poetry from the soul. The love you feel, touch of endless listening. Finally excuse. The gentle touch of your pores, your eyes locked to mine, whispering sweet nothings gets me high. The touch of the fingertip touches me softly. The look in your eyes is what I love to hear. The love you feel, can you say it one more time? Careless caressing your soft hands speaks to mine. Feel the scent of your tender love touching mine. Oh, what an exciting feeling. The magic of two souls is memorizing. When I expose, when I expose, <laughs> I oh my god, this is why you don't have your children on your platform. They got me rolling over here. But that's just but that's just a sample of most of my poetry. And I'm gonna share more of it in the next coming days. But I just wanted to get a, a sample of what I have wrote and I have presented on my YouTube channel. 
It was very deep, very personal, but I wanted to show you a woman. Remarkable is a woman of many talents. And I'm not ashamed to share that, everybody. So with that being said, I'm going to keep going on with the momentum of this. So most of you like Remarkable. What, what inspired you to write poetry? So what inspired me to write poetry was, in my past, you know, I had many different events that may happen. Like, relationships wasn't really that good. And I started to really discover myself and certain things that I didn't like. I know something different was about me when I was a little, when I was in my, in my teenage years, that was different from other teenagers I was growing up with. What other teenagers did, I wasn't really into. So I had to figure out, I'm like, okay, I like poetry. I started listening to smooth jazz. I started liking the arts, artsy things. I started discovering myself a little differently than other people. So I'm like, okay, let me do the poetry thing and start writing the ideas. Let me start listening to the smooth jazz. I didn't start listening to smooth jazz till like I was in like my early 20s and I just kept moving on it. It was like a 20-year-old listening to smooth jazz. I was into that. I'm sorry. I had a different taste of music as I got older. And when I kept going, I just kept playing the jazz music and loving all the arts. I was just fascinated with the arts and I was so fascinated by the things that was that was beautiful. Abstract art, picture art, you name it. I am, I'm, I'm definitely into those things that speak at this very moment. I enjoy these things. I really do. It's just something different about the experience. When you look at an art piece, when you look at sculptures, or when you go to a museum, when you go to a museum, you see different artists and different sculptures and different pictures and different, just, it's just a different vibe. And I feel connected there. I, I know I spend a lot of time watching different movies or being so intrigued by different artists and different poets and different jazz artists. I was just like into it like it. Like really just into it so deeply. And it was so different about it is most kids like, oh, I want to go to the club. I want to do this and that. I wasn't into that. I was just into just being simple. I was just into like, okay, I want to catch a movie or I want to go to the mall or I maybe want to go, uh, what else, to like, uh, what them outlet malls, um, just simple stuff or even just take a ride or even just go to the park or even sometime the beach. But I wasn't too fun at the beach back then, but I just went just to go. But the park, the movies, shopping, those was my trades and that's what I enjoyed to do. And I was different than most. I didn't care about going to no house party or going to a club or hanging out with all these different people. I was just different. I didn't care too much about that. I just felt like who I am now is a better version of me than back then. I was growing and maturing in my youth, but still had a lot of immaturity going on along with that. But over the years, I've learned to eliminate a lot of stuff out of my life i learned how to eliminate toxic people stay away from drama as much as possible kind of keep my peace and sanity because at the end of the day i enjoy that so much more than being on be the talk of town or being in somebody's business or hearing the latest gossip that got so old and got so weak and it got so boring and it got so toxic i couldn't be around that drama and that toxic behavior in my life Ain't no, when I was young, I used to enjoy that mess, just kind of hearing up what's the latest tea or whatever it is. But now, as I get older, I love my peace. 
I love being around people who are like-minded and those who are not like-minded. I take to heart whoever come into my world and whoever comes in my world and express that type of gratitude or that appreciation. I enjoy good conversation and laughter. That's what I enjoy. I enjoy it to the fullest because it's it's just it's beautiful to me. I can sit here and read different type of books now. I can sit here and listen to different type of lectures. And I love to self-educate myself now. Back then, I was educating it, but it was not really my importance in my life. Because I was young and immature and still trying to figure things out, this and that. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that on tomorrow. But what I want to let you know is... By going through life experiences, going through the different changing patterns as I get older, learning the do's and don'ts and what not to do, learning how to refrain from certain situations and certain type of people, learning to stop being around people that don't benefit me and stop trying to keep apologizing and feeling guilty for walking away from people because they don't see my value or they don't see my worth. I'll be 37 in May, and I've learned in my 37 years, the people that have came in my life, a lot of people who have came and gone and walked away and moved on out of my life, I've learned that they were there for those times that they were supposed to be there in my life, and then they moved on to something else. They went to the next chapter, they went to the next book, whatever it is, we drifted apart. I've had friendships that have came and gone, people I went to school with, people I had interacted with, they moved on. Some of them may not even remember my first name. There was one incident of a classmate that kind of wished she stayed connected to me. I met her about a year ago out there in the park with my other friend. So we was out there talking, and she was out there playing with her baby, and she was like, man, I was looking for you and so-and-so. And I wish I wouldn't have went down that path. I could have hung out with you and so-and-so instead of the path I... chose and she really kind of regret that she really wasn't in my world or was around me or being connected to me we switched out numbers i talked to her maybe once after that but we never reconnected again because you know sometimes people look at you from afar and want to be in your world but they're so into a whole nother world that that's where they are that's what they are used to and that's where they're stuck at and she kept having regrets have i recently talked to this this ex-classmate no i have not and if it ever comes that way will we reconnect again um i don't know so what the point i'm trying to get across to you all is even remarkable who have had people who wanted to be my world but didn't know how to kind of get to that place or was so used to being in that place they were at that they looked down the years and wished they were in my world or wanted to be connected to me. Did I have people I wish that was in my world? I did. But when I had that interaction with them, it wasn't the same it wasn't the same wavelength. It was completely opposite. And I felt bad. I felt horrible about it. But I had to come to terms that what I was expecting was not what came to me. It was the complete opposite. Their mindset, my mindset, it wasn't on the same wavelength. And what you usually desire or want in your life is not what's really going to come to you or come towards you because the interaction is not the same. The conversation is not the same. 
and the vibes are definitely not the same. And I've learned that through friendships and relationships that what I feel for them, they don't feel for me. And what the way they view me, I view them differently. And I had to come to terms with that with a lot of people I dealt with, with the male friends or the boyfriends I had and the female friends I interacted with. They see me as this, uh, she's uh, soft-spoken, uh, shy, very modest, all those different things. But when you really get a chance to really know me and really open, really get to know me and find out who I really am, you can't give me shut up for nothing in the world. Okay. And you can't. See, this is why you don't have Latrun. In your broadcast. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that's GC in the background. Back to what I was saying. But that's just how they felt. And I had to come to terms. It's like, okay, people view me this way because this is what I'm bringing off to the table. But if people really sat down and really got to know me and really sat down and really figured out what the deal is, then they'll understand, like, oh, she seemed quiet. But more when she when I get to know her, she don't know and shut up because I feel comfortable around you. And I've learned how to feel comfortable around people. Do I still have my shy moments? Of course right. I do. Do I have my conservative moments? I, of course I do. But it's not as bad as it was back then. I didn't got a little bit more open, a little bit more uh, articulate in speaking my voice and speaking up for myself than I have back then because I can see the growth and potential in myself. And as I go further on in life, I've had people that lied on me and portrayed me and took advantage of me because of my uh, shyness or being conservative or being modest. But once I started to speak up, people start a different side of me that they didn't like. They started to have a different tone with me that really kind of spooked them a little bit because they didn't realize I had that kind of mouth to kind of tell them to back off or tell them to not treat me that way. And they get quiet, and they get beside themselves, and they sit back and like, I didn't know that was in you. Oh, it was already in me, but I had to be pushed to that level to say, okay, enough is enough. You're not going to keep doing this and that to me. And I had to speak up for myself. And when I did that, that gave me confidence. And what gave me confidence was to continue to be verbal and address these issues and speak up. And I struggled with that for years. Do I still struggle with it now? In certain situations, I do. But I've learned over time to be more verbal, more open, and honest about my feelings. If people say something and do me wrong, I'm going to call you out on it now. I'm going to put you out there. Oh, there. Because I don't want to sit here and be hurt. I don't want to sit here and feel like I'm the bad guy. It's hard. But at the same time, that relieves a lot of tension and definitely a lot of stress that I carry these shoulders, this neck and all that. When I tell you, when I release it out there, I feel so much better. You know, you can be a good person. You can have a good heart, but a good person and a good heart can say enough is enough because you cannot keep tolerating certain things and keep it building up, building up, building up like a wall. And before you know it, it explodes like an atomic bomb. And what I come to tell you is, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are tuning into this platform tonight, that even though I went through all of these obstacles and challenges and setbacks and went from immaturity to maturity and learned and grown and built, I am still learning at the age I'm at right now. And I can say I'm very proud of the woman that I am becoming. Every day I'm learning something new. Every day I'm growing. Everything I'm improving because I can see it and others can see it. And I'm very proud of myself by that far. 
On that note, I'm going to take one more short break, everybody, so stay tuned. You good? I'm still recording. Alright everybody, as I conclude this broadcast this evening, I just want to let you know that Who is Remarkable is going to be going on for the rest of this month. And you're going to hear more and more stories about me. That gives you a whole overall picture of who I am as a person, who I am as a mother and a wife, and all these different, as well as a friend. One and last momently, I had to confront some issues the last couple of weeks. And this is like, dog Remarkable, what's this? situations that I really held on to and always felt like I was the problem when actually reality the people were actually dealing within themselves and the good content they said about me saying you was a sweet and honest person and you were always kind and it was nothing that you did it was just something within me and I'm sorry that I made you feel this way and I've always had that at times too and I still struggle with that part when I do, 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 and this comes with the big heart and the good person act, and I still struggle with that, where, okay, I did this for you, this and that, and all of a sudden, I feel like I did something wrong, or I said something wrong, or I came at you wrong, but when I start to really address that, it come to find out that, hey, even though I have a big heart, I wasn't the problem. Even though I'm a good person, I wasn't the problem. This was something that was happening with them that was completely out of my control. And they did apologize to me and told me they were sorry about it. They were sorry for how they acted. They were sorry that that hurted me. They were sorry that that really mentally drained me over time. But I come to tell you this, everybody. What I experience is just many more episodes in my life to come. So many people who have came to me in confidentiality about different things, we no longer talk, unfortunately, because we grew apart. And we grew apart because, one, it was miscommunication. Two, they felt like there was no need for me to be in their world. But over time, I want to say... A handful come back and return and to check on me to see how I'm doing and see everything good. And what's so ironic about it is I normally don't expect that because a lot of times when people have came in my life and I've helped them and assist them or did something good for them, I really don't um, expect them to return. Honestly, I don't. But when they do return, I always in the back of my mind say, what do you want? Seriously, I'm just being honest. What do you want? I have did everything I need to do for you. What is it that you have to say to me after all these years? And I had to talk to a dear friend of mine. And she had to give me clarification. Like, you know, sometimes people come back because they feel guilty about what they did to you. Or they feel like they never put they never had a closure or they never really closed the door on that situation and when she brought that to my attention I was like okay 
So I had an ex of mine that contacted me about a year or so ago. Keep in mind, I didn't know the joke I had a, had, a, had a Facebook page. And I'm like, why are you reaching out to me after all these years? And come to find out, I just want to see how I was doing this, that, and the third and make sure I was good. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. The point I'm trying to get across is what I experience in my lifetime and what I know is I had to learn to not keep allowing that revolving door to keep opening to people that don't appreciate me. I had to shut that joker down because I will refuse to go back to something that hurt me and broke me. I refuse to go back in situations that I have outgrown and improved. A lot of times when old situations start to unravel, unfold, is sometimes they come back to send you a message. Sometimes they try to come back and cause drama. Sometimes they come back to apologize. Sometimes they just want to check how you're doing. Sometimes they just want to bring back stuff that you have moved on from or moved on with your life. What I've noticed since I've been doing ministry is that people I haven't talked to whew, Jesus, in a long time, I'm be trying to like, dog, you just sit on social media and just be finding people. And it, it just it just scratched my head. And I'm like, how you find me? Like, I don't have that same last name. Like an old classmate of mine. I ain't seen this joker since I was like, yay high. And when I when I finally said something on one of his posts, I was like, I did not know you appreciated me that much after all these years. And I'm like, scratching my head like, how you found me? Like, my last name was McIntosh. My name Johnson now. Like, how you do that? I'm like, you got people be doing some detective investigating work. Like, that really freaked me out. But at the same time, what I was expecting was the complete opposite. I never knew this individual admired me, nor appreciate me as a classmate. So that goes to show, I was walking around with blindness too, not realize. Like, okay. But then when I go back and think about it, I was always kind to that person. I was always kind to him and I always showed him respect. So what I'm learning in my season now, even though my past does sneak up on me, I have to learn how to address it the proper way and not get all, all defensive and like, oh, what you want, this and that. Are you coming in my world? Because sometimes people just want to come and tell you in the proper way that they appreciate you and they thank you for being the person that you are and how you inspire people and touch many people's lives. It may not even be an inbox, but when you reached out, and I had to learn how to reach out to those who came back and just kind of verbalize it, and it came back differently. And the second time, it came back differently. And I'm very grateful that I did speak out on that situation because I could have just let it ride out and just say, okay, accept it, kept it moving. But by me verbalizing it, that showed me like, wow. So that touches me, everybody. That really touches me. So everybody, I'm getting ready to log off of Who Remarkable. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll be back on here tomorrow yet again, everybody. There's so much you're going to learn about me. And a lot of things I will share. So, I'm getting ready to get off my Anchor Podcast. I'm getting ready off YouTube as well as my Facebook page. Everyone have an amazing and a blessed, blessed, blessed Wednesday evening. This remarkable Queen Inspiration.
All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to my Anchor Podcast. This is a Remarkable Queen of Inspiration.